Hello and welcome to episode number 52 of the Psychology of Learning Foreign Languages. My name is Gerhard Orband. I'm a psychology lecturer, book author and German language teacher. Today we continue our series about my personal secrets to learning 21 languages. Before that, a small announcement. Those of you who are starting a new language and um, they haven't found a suitable teacher or who or that want to learn on their own, but looking for some kind of guidance, instruction. I always recommend my book, The Go Method, which you can find easily on Amazon. Just see the link here on the podcast. And if you need personal coaching, you can contact me through my email address. I, from time to time, have free time slots to, to offer two or three coaching sessions for for new language students. So it may be any language, even languages I do not speak. I just help you to set up a system to learn on your own or how to find the right materials to learn. Good. Now we talked about so-called soft topics in the last two episodes and we'll con continue with one of them. So typically when people talk about soft skills and hard skills, or t they try to dismiss the former. But in reality, you know, as in, in business, you know, often soft skills are decisive for profits. So, so if you are not able to talk to your customers, which may be considered a soft skill or to, to consider with potential investors, your bottom line, so your net profits, they, they plummet or they don't grow at all. So the same is with uh, foreign language learning. It's not necessarily the techniques and the resources and the teacher often. It's uh, and it's also not attitude or mindset, you know, like people like to call it today. So the culture and having the right mindset on be becoming more passionate about something. You know? The idea is to have having strategies that lead to action. You know? And this one is especially important. It's today we're talking about having the right role models. So, of course, everybody of us has his or her own voice. So we can recognize hundreds of different voices on the telephone. So if somebody's calling us, a school friend or a colleague from work, we typically identify the person without having to know the name. So even if they come from the same region, even if they speak the same dialect and they have the same accent, nonetheless, everybody of us has something deeply individual when speaking. On the other hand, we have something in common, uh, some general features with other people in the community or in a region. So when we are learning of our native language, we automatically or almost automatically we copy or imitate those people around us. So we typically tend to adopt uh, the style and accent of our parents, uh, older siblings, caretakers, or best friends. Now, for foreign language teachers or foreign language learners and often also for the teachers, of course, it's a bit difficult because we are exposed to a variety of accents. So especially in our formative years, if we are native speakers, we will listen mostly a certain accents. I was born in the north of Germany, so I was very little exposed to how people in Austria or Switzerland speak. And even if we had had accent, access to television didn't have uh, intentionally and yeah then although proportionally i would have had more accent to my parents speaking than 
watching television. Probably. Well, there are different families. But so at least for my brain, it was very clear what kind of accent was a typical accent in my region. Now, if you're a foreign language student, there may be two types of problems. The one is that you you study, you are studying from your home country. The, this is what I did for most. Now here the risk, uh, so here the situation is, you, know, you have maybe a native language teacher, but maybe you have also a teacher from your own country. Now in this situation, your brain is most probably confused because you, you will listen to a lot of different accents. And I'm not blaming your teacher because you are most probably cons consuming a lot of online material. So you're watching the news and so on. But in doing that, you will be exposed to a mix of all kinds of accents. So it depends on the people that are shown on TV or the different YouTube personalities and so on. And most typically they are not from the same region and they don't have the same social, social lect, social cultural background. And even if they are all from one country, then they nonetheless they have all different kinds of styles and accents. Now, if you are studying abroad, let's say you are learning English in, in Alabama or Jamaica or even in different uh, parts of, of New York or, or you're learning German in, in Switzerland or Austria. So then you will be exposed most probably to accents that do not necessarily reflect the standard that is used by television anchors. Now, what will be the outcome of those two situations? In the first situation, you most probably will keep your nat native accent. So if you're from Russia, you will speak most probably English with a Russian accent, even if you're watching a lot of films. If you're studying abroad, then you most probably will adapt to the accent that's most prevalent around you. So you will most likely be picking up the local dialect or local style. No? Now, there's no problem with this. But for some of you that for whom it is critical uh, to pick up a certain style or develop a certain style of speaking, not only the accent, you need to go more consciously about this. Because typically as foreign language learners, we do not choose conscious role models. Or we assume implicitly that our teacher should be our role model. Or we have very vague ideas about our goals. For example, I want to speak good English, or I want to speak American English, or I want to speak standard American English, or I want to speak um, standard Portuguese or Brazilian Portuguese. But more than that, typically not. And if you go to Brazil, uh, there are hundreds of different styles, accents, you know? even if everybody has the same accent, no, you need also de to develop your own style, how to how to phrase, how to no, how, what types of words to use, how to use them. No. It's uh, something very individual. Too. Now, in what situations could you could you uh, need something like this? No, for example? Uh, first, if you want to have a certain career, then you want to have a style that is suitable to that career. So if you want to become a lawyer no, or a doctor, medical doctor uh, or a journalist or you want to be a per per person that represents somebody uh, publicly and you want to have a style that can adapt uh, to the to the organization the company you are representing uh, or the clients you are representing so so it's very improbable that 
uh, in many countries that you, uh, that you will be entrusted such such positions. If your style, you picked up some kind of gangster style slang, and which you picked up from some kind of movies or living in a certain part of the town, it would be very unlikely that you will be entrusted to, let's say, the company's spokesperson or a person um, entrusted with uh, with high ticket sales, with finding corporate clients, finding corporate clients, and so. And most often, as non-native speakers, we not do not necessarily feel. The, the implications of having a certain style. You know, we just think it's normal because everybody around us speaks normal. And this is also why there's some kind of discrimination in every country according to speech. And you can say that uh, this is unjust or just, but as long as there are people discriminating, uh, we need to take, need to calculate this. And as far as as, as long as you don't have as any speech defect, no? and I'm not not a legal expert or giving any legal advice here, no? it's, let's take a very clear example. No? If somebody wants to hire you as a, as a spokesperson for a company or um, working in advertisement and so on, I think it's a sp no? as long as you don't have some kinds of illnesses or psychological defects or that the potential employer says that I, we just we don't we just don't feel that our voice is a fit for us. Okay. Good. What can you do if you want to adopt a very specific accent and style? So first you need to figure out what accent and style would be most suitable for attaining your goals and why you think this is and because often there are people who thrive having their their own accent. Sometimes it may be a um, a differentiator uh, that you have a different accent. You have an Australian accent in America. Maybe uh, this may be perceived as very charming. So you you need you need to get get knowledgeable about the perceptions of accent styles. Uh, for example, in Germany, there are some accents that are considered very funny. Some accents are considered to be very stupid. Of course, it may be discriminatory, but this is what may, many people perceive. So so. It, even if you don't accept, uh, adopt the standard accent, but you adopt an accent which is considered high society or positive, funny, or it may be very, very useful for your career. But if you adopt a standard that is linked you know, with very low standards, then you may be shooting yourself in the foot. Now you need to find good role, metics, role models fitting your description. Huh? It can be uh, TV anchors, YouTube bloggers, it can be people who are reading aud audiobooks. And, so. and you need to find uh, or make sure that you have a steady supply of audio and text material from that model. You can subscribe to podcasts, blogs, etc. Of course, you can also choose as role models uh, famous uh, authors. Try to model your language according to them, especially if you're working in a language that requires formal language in a, in, a, in a position that requires formal language it may be very helpful so if it's uh, you can so even if some words have changed during the last 200 300 years a lot of the structure and uh, you can still learn from 1900 classical authors and sometimes even better because um, their style might be still appreciated in certain professions but there are very few people speaking like that today so I personally uh, make sure that I have a regular dose of classical literature and different languages every day. Uh, that's for my 
for my profession as a university lecturer now and it may also help in making your or trying to make your style not too dry because one of my typical mistakes was that I for many years consumed only non-fiction talk shows or documentaries but then your language may be very much lacking for social situations of um, you use the same words you find everybody reads in the news it's a very poor poor style of speech now try to I identify the peculiarities of accent and style and then try to mold your own speech accordingly for example and by using techniques from my book the go method one technique there you will find it's called karaoke speak the perfect technique to imitating other accents and then try to regularly evaluate your progress comparing your own audio recordings which you should be doing every day with your smartphone you now with how your models are speaking well this was our topic in the next less um in the next uh, podcast we'll be talking about something different and uh, we'll be talking about why i should uh, why should we care about speaking correctly if most language speakers do not Know, the typical situation that you go to another country uh, your own language teacher told you to always respect grammar and then you come to germany and see that uh, th there are a lot of people they have that have very bad speaking habits so why should i care and improving myself if the germans themselves do not okay then please um, subscribe to our facebook pages and send me a comment with topics you want us to discuss in the future all the best and hear you next week. Bye bye.